Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Have you ever questioned why so few people now accept that Jesus will return in the future? In his message today, Pastor J.D. discusses how the enemy diverts our attention by sowing fear and confusion. Satan's only goal is to ruin you, but by placing your trust in Jesus and studying his word, you can triumph against the enemy. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on October 8th, 2023. There's this couple, you know, this couple, this awesome couple. They have been dating a long, long, long time, 2,000 years. (laughs) We know he loves her, and she loves him. She talks about him all the time, drives her old friends crazy. The one she had before she met him. Now, after they were engaged, she said he had to go. What? Well, he said he was going to build a home for her. He promised her John 14.3. He's been away for a while now. Some of her friends, those from the old life and even from her new life, think she is crazy to wait for him for so long. But she knows. She knows. He loves her. He has done so much for her, and she trusts him implicitly. She loves him so much that she sneaks off to her closet sometimes just to be alone and pray for him to return soon. Sometimes she even senses she is talking directly to him, like in secret. She's romantic like that. She knows that this time with him alone in her thoughts and heart is so special, she would never do it in public. (laughs) It takes the joy out of it. She knows he will come just as soon as that last picture is hung, and the last window has been cleaned, and the crystal is clear. Well, those friends that think she is crazy, they are sick of hearing about this. It's been 2,000 years. On and on she talks about him, giddy almost, with longing for him. At first they just disliked it, this rambling on and on and on. Now they're over it. And yet, no matter what, and I think it must be that woman's intuition, she just can still sense it is getting closer, almost like It is deep within her. He is coming soon. She can feel it. He is on her mind constantly these days. There are days when she thinks about the old days, the days before she met him, but she sees those friends she had. She sees their craziness, 
And she thinks to herself, maybe he is coming so very soon. Otherwise, why would they be acting so crazy? Do they know something that she doesn't? Hmm. She goes on to say, all of that, JD, to say this, who wouldn't want to talk about these things? Hope that it is this day or that day. And half the fun of getting something is the anticipation and discussion about it, at least from a woman's point of view. I know nothing of that. Keep preaching the Word. Keep telling us to look up. It gives us hope. Shout from the rooftops, Pastor. I'm listening for sure. Karen. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Here's a post on social media that I think really speaks to the heart of the matter. She says, I really appreciate this message at this time. She's referring to a previous update. I have many weighty things to deal with. And just last night, a group of people calling themselves Christian decided it was time to trash everyone who believes in the pre-tribulation rapture. They were pretty mean and arrogant and prideful. And it was like that last straw, which was actually the title of my update, to just break my heart and discourage me. This sermon raised my hope again and gave me the encouragement I need to keep looking up and looking for my Jesus. Thank you. And thank you, Lord, for this timely message. Lastly, this one comes from Tyler of the Generation 2434 YouTube channel, who wrote this in a couple of his emails to me. This first one I I want to share. This one really blessed my heart. Listen to this. What father's heart wouldn't be warm to know his children were running to the window every time they thought they heard a noise? Oh, that that was my response. My sister and I have one sibling. I think God said the only one that just, you know, when we were just little kids, we would wait by the window, hunched over the sofa, peering through the curtains, waiting for mommy to come home because she had food. But uh, so every time a car drove by, it's like, she's not, it's not her. Not her sound up. No, not her. I do that. I do that every time. Oh. Oh, in a subsequent email, he had this to say. This is really good. Many say Jesus can come any day. So one could easily ask them, are you saying the rapture could be today? To which they would very likely reply, yes. Then one could say, you're a date setter because you say it could be today. (laughs) They would likely reply, no, I'm not saying that it is today. I'm only saying it could be today, to which I would then reply, exactly. That's what we're doing. When we look at and get excited around certain times and events, we are not setting a date. We're just looking at Scripture and getting excited by what we see. And by the way, this was before Saturday in Israel. Many of these same types in quotations, say something like, if anyone guessed the day, then God would change it just so they'd be wrong. Well, my question would then be, if you say it could be any day now, then you're essentially saying the rapture can never happen because you're literally guessing every day. I know I have the benefit of having read this many times. He continues, to me, 
The only logical and honest approach is to look up every day, realizing that we are there. This is it. Jesus is coming. It is entirely appropriate now to be getting excited. If only, now listen to this, better someone else than me say this, if only they would quit wasting their time pointing their fingers at their brothers, and instead take those fingers and point people to Jesus. Wow, couldn't have said it better myself. For those asking how this ties into today's update about conspiracy theories becoming spoiler alerts, can I just sum it up? Some of you are saying, will you please? The pre-tribulation rapture doctrine, not theory, is just one of many spoiler alerts, warning us of that which is about to be revealed in His appearing, not His coming, is appearing in the rapture. I'll proceed with the presupposition that you're in agreement with this statement. And if you're not, that's okay. You have every right to be wrong. No, that just <laughs> again, three hours of sleep. That's my story. I'm sticking with it. Maybe better said more lovingly, let's just agree to disagree agreeably, shall we? But do you agree that COVID-19 was, and even now is, the greatest conspiracy slash spoiler alert in history? All right. Well, let's just close in prayer then, I guess. There's... Wait a minute, Pastor. Let me see if I got this straight. So uh, you're giving me whiplash going from the prophetic significance, unprecedented prophetic significance of what's happening in Israel. And you want to talk about COVID again? Yeah, it's exactly what I want to do. Why, pray tell? I'm glad you asked. Never, ever, ever forget that Israel, under one Benjamin Netanyahu, was first and foremost in bed with Pfizer. Never forget that. Never forget that. Oh, the government would never do that to their own people. Okay, okay. I'm just going to show you this screenshot, actually a couple of them. This is from the European Commission website on identifying conspiracy theories. Um, this is very thorough, I have to confess, and it includes really elaborate infographics under the heading stating, and I quote, Be warned, the COVID-19 pandemic has seen a rise in harmful and misleading conspiracy theories. <laughs> it may be difficult to recognize them or know how best to deal with them. Well, apparently they're going to provide us with the necessary uh, tools in order to identify these conspiracy theories. Yeah. And they provide what I'm sure they deem to be helpful information to not only recognize conspiracy theories, but to also provide information on, and I'm quoting by the way, pre-bunking and debunking conspiracy theories. Wow, pre-bunking? I actually did not know that was even a thing. 
I know debunk, but pre-bunk? <laughs> wow, that's, that's good. That's impressive. But they're going to pre-bunk and debunk the conspiracy theory stating that, and I quote, stopping the spread hmm, of conspiracy theories is challenging. Wait, what? We're stopping the spread of conspiracy theories? Two? Listen to how they explain it. Uncertainty, fear, and the complexity of the COVID-19 pandemic have fueled related conspiracy theories. They attempt to explain why the pandemic happened and who is benefiting from it. Oh no. Again, this is a most elaborate website that reminds me of that famous line in the William Shakespeare play Hamlet, the lady doth protest the too much methinks. And one need look no further than to the titles on some of these infographics that I have pictured here. Titles like, and I quote, concrete counteractions against conspiracy theories. I mean, these are very detailed. I mean, step by step. They say this, you say that. How about this one? Conspiracy theories can be dangerous. (gasps) Oh no, fear, fear, fear. By the way, this is satanic ritual abuse. Isolate and fill with fear. It's textbook, satanic ritual abuse. How about this one? These are the titles of very detailed infographics, very well done, you know, their layouts, very uh, thorough in their content. Quote, how to talk to somebody who firmly believes in conspiracy theories. (laughs) They have a script. This is what you're supposed to say to somebody who believes in a conspiracy theory specific to COVID-19 and the so-called vaccine. This is the script. I mean, I just, let me see if I can bring this in for a landing. What if I told you the entirety of the pages of Holy Writ is actually a spoiler alert prophetically, vis-a-vis a conspiracy satanically? Can I tell you how I get there? It all began in Genesis with God's creation of man, the fall into sin by man, and God's redemptive plan for man, which is the spoiler alert. Enter Satan's conspiracy to destroy God's creation of man, which is the conspiracy truth. He's conspiring. The enemy is conspiring because he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And <laughs> it's a conspiracy truth, and we, we know how it ends because we have the spoiler alert right here. We were already told of this evil plot and how this all ends. And by the way, it ends very good for us. Yeah. Let me just say it this way. The entirety of Scripture is actually a spoiler alert prophetically that warns us of the plot and how it ends. 
which is in the end that of an evil satanic conspiracy. In other words, spoiler alert, it all ends with Satan's failed conspiracy, an evil plot of complete destruction, but God brings about the salvation of many in the end, which is why we know this, how this will end, and perhaps more importantly, that this is the end. Can I just say it one more time? I'm going to. The end is not near. The end is here. Um, it's not just a spoiler alert about the end of the world. It's also the plan of salvation by the Savior of the world. And that's the gospel of Jesus Christ. What is the gospel? Very simple. Gospel means good news. Jesus died for you. He was buried. He rose again. And He's coming back again for you soon and very soon. Good news. That's what the word gospel is. That's what the gospel is. It's the good news of salvation found in the person of Jesus Christ. What about these ABCs that you do every week and have been doing for years now? It's just a simple explanation of the plan of salvation. The A is for just admit or acknowledge that you've sinned. Because unless and until you and I do, why would we have any interest in the Savior? Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. No one's good. You might be good. You'll never be good enough. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We've all missed the mark, God's perfect standard of righteousness. We've all broken His law, transgressed. We've all sinned. We were all born sinners, which is why we must be born again in order to enter the kingdom of heaven. And Romans 6.23, I like it because it starts with the bad news first, and then it offers the good news. I haven't used this one in a while, so I'm going to use it now. This is for the benefit of the new people uh, who maybe have never heard it. This is just for you, especially for you. Again, no extra charge. The badder the bad news is, the gooder the good news will be. And that's what Romans 6.23 says. What's the bad news? The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Bad news first is really bad. The badder the bad news is, the gooder the good news will be. So I've just been sentenced to death, yeah. Bad news. You ready for the good news? Yes. Well, someone's going to go in your place to your death in your stead with his bloodshed for you because of his love for you. Good news. And he's going to purchase you and purchase for you the gift of eternal life. It's going to cost him everything. He'll pay for it in full. And then he's going to offer you the gift of eternal life. That's really good news. That's what the gospel is. What's the B? Ah, very central and very, actually simple. <laughs> central and simple. It's even simpler than ABC. It's as simple as B. So now we got to be a we with a B. Yeah, we can have that. That works. Just say, yeah, that works. Believe in your heart. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever would believe. Oh, come on, that's so, that's so simple. It's too simple. 
It's childlike simple. Jesus said, unless you become like a child, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Why do we complicate the gospel? Why do we, it's so simple, it's so beautiful. It's so simple, it's childlike simple, and we complicate it. We've rewritten John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever joins the church, becomes a member, goes through a 12-week course. I mean, I'll keep going if you want, but you already know that, that one, right? Romans 10.9 says, If you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. If you believe, believe, put your trust in your faith in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins. And then what comes as a result of that, an expression from that is the confession with your mouth, the calling upon the name of the Lord, because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You believe in your heart, guess what? It coming out of your mouth. Romans 10, 9 also says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. And Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. And Romans 10, 13, lastly, and I want you to pay particular attention to this. All who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. I mean, come on. That's a good deal. I'm sorry if that's crass. But I mean, you're being offered a life, eternal life assurance policy for free. Good news. Good news. Wait, I don't have to pay anything? No. There's no premiums? No, he paid them in full. I have an eternal life assurance policy for when I die or the rapture happens first, which, and it's a gift? It's been gifted to me? Yeah. Who paid for the gift? Jesus did. Wow. I chose today's But God testimony actually for this reason, because it's about the ABCs of salvation. It comes from John DeGraw. It's very moving, and it's just a testimony that he wanted to share with us, that I want to share with you, about him sharing Jesus with someone. He writes, Pastor J.D., I was in a nursing home for the past four months. Couldn't walk. I met the therapy person that God put on my heart to tell about Jesus. She in large part has me walking with a walker. I told her I plan on seeing her in heaven. I told her to look me up. I shared with her your prophecy update, where you talk about and explain the ABCs of salvation. She sat and watched you go over them patiently. I don't know how to take that, uh, patiently, like, I told her I love her, and I want to see her in heaven. She's much younger than I am, and I have cancer, so I'll die before she will, unless the rapture happens first. Pastor J.D., without seeing you go over the ABCs of salvation, I would have had trouble doing this on my own. So thank you. You've been listening to a Prophecy Update with Pastor J.D. Farag on In Spirit and Truth. Thanks for tuning in to study the Word of God. As you continue to learn about the things that are happening all around us and how that relates to the Bible, 
take some time to pray for this nation and for the world as a whole. How all the details will play out is still unknown, but God treasures the prayers that are offered on behalf of His people and the world around them. Continue to delve deep into God's Word on your own and gain some useful insight about these things in addition to what you hear from Pastor J.D. Are there some things that you heard today that really touched home in your heart that you'd appreciate some prayer over? We'd be honored to pray for you. Let us know what those requests are by going to jdfarag.org and then fill out the form under contact. Once again, that website is jdfarag.org. You can also find us on social media. You'll find links to Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube on our website. And we encourage you to follow them so you can stay up to date with all that's happening at Calvary Chapel Kaneohe and in spirit and truth. If you're wanting to access these things on the go, we have a mobile app that's available for iPhone and Android users. Just look under the resources tab. That's all we have time for today, but thanks for joining us. We look forward to our next edition where you'll get the opportunity to hear more insightful things about the days that we're living in and how that intersects with what's been predicted in the Bible. Join us again here on In Spirit and Truth.